Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen.
but surely I'll be behind you, Lord, following closely. No, not listening to other men and other human as well. I'll serve you all the days of my life. How many of you will serve Jesus? Singing for him, preaching for him, building your house, Lord. Seven, I am, I am, I am your seven. 
me love the people you die for. Oh, let me love, let me love the poor lost souls in this world. Oh, let me love, let me love those who cannot help themselves. I want to love, please let me love.
this a church with feelings? Are we in a church with feelings? Or we are in a core math exam room? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I told you this morning that we had somebody special back in the house. Somebody special back in the house. Now, one of the major ways by which God guides your life is by sending you a word. Hallelujah. And one of the major channels for those of you in this cathedral through which God will send you a word is through the servant of God who is about to minister. So a lot of the answers you are looking for are about to come to you. So if I were you, if I were you, I would rebuke every demon of sleep. I will rebuke every demon of distraction. <laughs> I will avoid messages on my phone. I will avoid getting distracted by the internet on my smartphone and tune in properly because God is about to speak to you. So ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what your excitement level is like, but if you are excited as I am, I want you to join me with a hand clap, with a shout. You can bounce around if you want. And let's welcome to this pulpit, Bishop Edwin Morgan. Come on, shine service. Make some noise this morning. Come on. I like the excitement. Yeah. 
to say I'm very excited to be back home. Yay! Yeah. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I was preparing for a meeting I'm um, a meeting I'm going to have, I think, tonight or on Tuesday. And uh, I was on a plane. And uh, the Lord just, you'll be there, you'll be there. But just come back when you go. The Lord spoke to me. He said something that was not part of what I was preparing. He said, tell them. And that's not this group, but I think you also deserve to hear it. That tell them that I am going to bless them for staying. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. And I believe someone is about to receive a blessing. Amen. That boy couldn't take you out of church. No. That problem couldn't destroy your faith. No. That girl couldn't seduce you out of the ministry. No. Tell your neighbor there's a blessing for you. There's a blessing for you. There is a blessing for you. There is a blessing for you. There's a blessing for you. There is a blessing for you. And this morning I am excited that you and hey. I hey. I'm excited that you and I are in church. Oh, yes. You see, I've, I've just been taken back. To a church service I attended 38 years ago. 38 years ago. The impact of that Sunday, that church service, has not left me. And it's 38, I think 39th year this year. I tell you that you will have a chance to live in an air conditioned house. You will have a chance to work in an air-conditioned office. Amen. You will have a chance to drive the nicest car in the system. Amen. You will have the chance to be in the nicest place in Accra. Amen. But none of these can compare to the chance of being in the house of God on a Sunday. Oh, yes. I am so happy that we are together again just praising the Lord. 
So turn to your neighbor and tell the person, I'm happy to see you in church. I'm happy we are together again. Tell the person, I love this family of God. It's a beautiful family of God. Hallelujah. And those of you who are online, I want to welcome you to church. I want to welcome you to the Makane experience. And I pray that God is going to touch our lives. And God is going to bless us all. In Jesus' name. Lift your hands and I want you to say a prayer to God for yourself. Say a prayer to God. Ask him to speak to you. Ask him to talk to you. Yes, yes. Ask him to minister to you. Ask him to whisper his will in your ear. Thank you, Father. Pray. Ask him to whisper his will in your ear. Speak to me, Lord. Father, we thank you for this beautiful privilege we have in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may please be seated. I, I want to bring you greetings from wherever I went. And uh, it's very good to be back home. I'm praying that one of these days you will travel to Kumasi because of church. You will travel to Asankregua because of church. You will travel to London because of church. But it's been an exciting time. I attended the church growth conference in Seoul, Korea. And it was a beautiful time. I also got to spend a lot of time with my pastor. And uh, it was a very enriching time sitting in meetings with him, hearing him minister in small groups and large groups and I feel very refreshed and I believe that God is also going to take you to a place of freshness say freshness that's why the message I preached before I left was on feelings and I'm feeling some feelings in the service Yes. You must have feelings. One of the ways you can be sure that somebody has got the Spirit of God in him 
is the joy that bursts out of the person. The joy. Don't be in a group that is dry and dull. Always thinking about something. Always, always meditating. No. I pray that their sisters will marry brothers with feelings. Feelings in their words. Feelings in their steps. Feelings in their actions. If you love the Lord, you will have feelings. I pray that these brothers will marry sisters with feelings. I pray that the friends you will have will be a friendship with feelings. Joy is expressed. Emotions are expressed. It's a sign that the spirit of God is there. And today, I'm still teaching on if you love the Lord. Hallelujah. Because that is the compulsory question one. If you love the Lord. Loving the Lord is the biggest thing you can ever do. It's the first thing. So Jesus was asked. The master. Which is the great commandment in the law. Can I have the New Living Translation? Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? You know, there are some examinations you cannot pass if you don't answer the certain question. You can answer a thousand others, but once that question hasn't been answered, you have failed. Which is the most important commandment? I mean, wouldn't you want to know the most important thing you, 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 you must do to please somebody? Yes. Which is the most important commandment? Which one is it? And Jesus answered, You must love the Lord. Your God. With all your heart. All your soul. All your mind. I don't know when was the last time you confessed a sin you've committed with your mind. A thought you had that you shouldn't have had. And you are saying, Father, I'm sorry for thinking this way about Cecilia. A lot of us are yet to love God with our minds. 
bad thoughts. Stinking thinking. Yeah. So you are preaching by your thoughts. The mind. How your mind works can be sinful. Yes. How your mind works. How you interpret an instruction given to you. Like Bishop said, he was in a church service. Very early in his Christian life, a sister took him to a church service. And the pastor, I think, took a second offering also. A second offering. And the thought that came to his head was a very bad thought. Now, what is this? Why? Is it necessary? But I think in his case, he voiced it out. And he said he has never forgotten the look on the lady's face. The lady who took him to the church service. She turned and gave him a type of face called the north wind. He said suddenly he felt dirty. When the church service ended, he didn't go home. He stayed in the church till the pastor had finished all his meetings. And when he was going out, he went to him and said, I would like to see you. He said, what is the problem? He said, this morning, I came to this church. And when you took the second offering, I had an a thought that was a bad thought and a sister corrected me but I feel I must see you to apologize to you eh, what a heart the pastor couldn't believe it he said is that why you've come to see me he said yes to say I'm sorry for the comment I made the pastor put his hand on the shoulder and said God will use you and he went away. That's it. If you don't learn how to love God with all, all soul, all heart, all mind, you've not passed the first question. You can sing with the tongues of angels. You can preach till demons fall from the ceiling. But without love, it is nothing. And the first love, you remember Paul said this, I've just quoted Paul. Your first love is not love you have for a man. Your first love is love you have for God. That is how you will know that you are not loving a man well. If you have not loved God first, you won't know that your way of loving is evil. 
So it is very important that you learn how to love God. Without loving God first, all these things we are doing, I'm telling you that they will amount to nothing. So this book is arguably one of the best books you can lay your hands on. Which is the most important commandment? And said the most important. There was one of them, one of the conversations, then he gave another commandment after that. Let me, is it this one? 38. Can I see 38? 39. Yes, that is it. You see? It's exactly what I'm saying. And the second, a second is equally important, but it's a second. It's equally important, but it's a second. And what is that second one? Love your neighbor as yourself. You can't love your neighbor as yourself if you have not loved God first. I, I, I don't like to have people around me that I am not convinced have loved God first. Be very careful. Be very careful. Don't entertain people in the inner chambers of your life who haven't loved God. Be able to detect a person's love for God and let that qualify the person for access into your life. I'll take it again. You must have the ability to detect a person's love for God. And that must be what qualifies the person to have access to you. I tell you, you don't want to... You see, we, we, the pastor standing in front of you, and the last member sitting at the back, including the one watching me on Facebook, we are very evil. You don't know a human being. I mean, everybody must be a specialist in the art of reading human behavior. You don't know what people say when you turn your back. You have no idea. After the smiles. After the nice comments. I pray that you will not allow into your life somebody whose life is not modulated by his or her love for God. Without God's love, your life is reduced to a very low level. At the level of animals. Because as a human being, you are an evil person. Jesus said, if ye then being evil, Luke 11 verse 13, if ye then, he was trying to say, if you an ordinary person, 
Look at it. Look at verse 11. If a son shall ask bread of any of you, that is a father, a human father, you are a father, will you give your son a stone? If your son asks you for a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? If this are, these people are not Koreans, so. <laughs> or if he shall ask for an egg, will you offer a scorpion? Will you do that, sir? No. So he was saying that if you, a normal human being, know how to give an egg to your son when he asks for an egg, and he was trying to find another word for a normal human being, and the, and the synonym is evil. If ye then, being evil, you are evil before you become a lawyer. You are evil before you become a pastor. You are evil before you become a husband. Your nature, you see, the nature of a human, when you see a human being, you are seeing an evil person. That person is an evil person. So what brings out some good out of our lives is our association with God. That's why your first is to love God. He is the one who makes your life a little livable. So an equal but second is that you must love your neighbor. You may not have a chance, young man. I don't know if the person must be on the internet. You may not have the chance to hold that breast that you have used as a reason for marrying that girl. Somebody else will be playing with it. You may not have the chance to enjoy that hourglass body you are using. See, what I'm saying is that to choose a person into your life, whether as a wife, a husband, a friend, or whatever, the first thing you must look for is that does the person love God? Otherwise, you have brought a devil into your life. (laughs) You don't marry a man because he has money. Can I start counting or listing the number of wives with rich husbands who don't have some of the money to spend? Everybody is enjoying his world except the wife who is in the house. Do you marry a man because he has money? Do you marry a man because he is nice? No. It's dangerous to marry a nice man. It's dangerous. I've lived long enough to tell you that it's very dangerous to marry a a man who is nice because he is not nice only to you. He is nice to a thousand others. And equally so, is it dangerous to marry a wicked man? So, who should you marry? 
to marry a man who speaks to you gently? Is that the reason why you are marrying Alex? Gently? How are you? How is life? Are you okay? Have you had breakfast? I'm going to town. See what he has done to you. He has. This one, but he wants to slap you. <laughs> Nothing is good enough. You want to marry a man who buys things for you? He's buying things for others. What you need, what you need to see in a man, in a woman before you marry, is God. God is in their speech. God is in their actions. God is in her week. Hmm. You are marrying a hard-working man. Hard-working man. Then you don't want to marry a man. He will have no time for you. You have no time for you. Eight out of the ten trips you embark on, he could have gone with you. But he's going with his secretary. As you stop preaching, let's, let's just end the service. Uh, Mary, come and sing. You don't like the message I'm preaching. Sing the same song you sang. I don't feel free to preach here. You don't find God in the person. Not nice. You went to a good school, did a good course. A husband was having sex with his wife, which is what a husband must do. Who, who should he have sex with anyway? With who? The house help? Or his former girlfriend? Or his classmate? Or his secretary? If you are my wife, who should I go and have sex with? that things were getting to a certain level just before something was about to happen the wife withdrew herself and pulled out a checkbook I've heard this twice not once, twice hostage he says sign before that's the gate fee You will grow up. You remember me. You will remember me that you chose to marry her beautiful body and took no thought for the God in her. You cared nothing about you, you, you married her because of a nice speech. How she spoke to you. A girl who doesn't pay tithes, doesn't serve God. 
doesn't go to church properly. But when she sees you, she speaks like there's melting chocolate in her mouth. I said, the only hope of normalcy in us is God that we bring into our lives. The only hope we have of something nice that a woman can taste, a man can taste, a church can taste, your country can taste, your neighbor can enjoy. The only hope of something very nice, a little nice, is God. Human beings, don't think about the next door neighbor. Don't think about the, the next person. I'm teaching you today don't love God with half of your heart. Love Him with all. Because you don't want to, is it efficiency? It says, give no place to the devil. Find that scripture for me. Give no place. You don't want to give 98% of your heart to God and 2% to the devil. Because when the devil puts his foot inside, he will widen the space. When the devil neither give place to the devil, you can give a place to the devil by allowing your heart, just a part of your heart, to love God. That's why in Mark chapter 10, Peter said, Lord, we have left all to follow you. All. You don't leave some. We've left the pornography, the bad friends, the bad thoughts, the bad attitude. We have left all. Mark 10, 27 or 28. We have left all. To love you. And I am praying that today, this few minutes we have. You see, can I say something before I go on? Jacoby, your church, are we allowed to say something? Just a little comment. Okay. Listen to me. One reason why you must love God is that as you live, no matter which Bible verses you read, you are going to be tempted to fall in love with something else that is not good. You are going to be tempted to fall in love with money. Money will come to you. I see the ring on your finger. But maybe God has just chosen to, 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 to spare you that affliction. But with the ring on your finger, you will fall in love with somebody's husband or your former boyfriend.
You can fall in love with drugs. Everyone, there will be something that will come after you are born again. Say, after I am born again. Say, after I am born again. Yeah, a lot of presentations, things to be presented to you. A girl you are not married to, a habit, some friendships, some, some relationships, some, some attitudes. After, not before, after you are born again, you are going to have the privilege to love certain things. As you are dancing, we are, we are 28 dancers, 40 dancers, but there will be a group of seven within the dancing star who just love boys and love pornography. I shouldn't say that one. As we are all here as dancers, you see that there are some three girls, they are into lesbianism. One day, with your wedding ring to your husband, one day, you just have a, a very strange feeling towards another girl. What is this? What is this? A very strange feeling towards another boy. I'm preaching now. Some of you have fallen in love with me already. I mean, I'm not even 20 minutes into the message. It is normal. It's normal. But listen to me very carefully. The reason why you must love God first is that that man you are going to fall in love with should enter your life with God standing there as a big man. I was telling the church last night about two, three years after I got born again this is about 30 something years ago I found myself in London and my auntie I was living with had gone to work I was alone in the house and I was watching I don't know, the East Enders or some this type of thing, enjoying it. And then there was a break. And there was advert. And the first advert was beer. Yes. Carling Black Label. I've never forgotten the name. It's over 30 years. Something happened to me. I was born again. I was in tears and follow up in my church. Something happened to me. I almost descended the staircase to the off-license down there to get it. Because, because, you see, before I got born, I was, I was drinking heavily in my early teens. But when I saw that thing and it almost took me, as soon as I saw it, that glass of alcohol, when it entered my heart, it came to meet a God who was already sitting there waiting for the beer to come. I'm preaching. That you will love only the woman you marry, then, 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 then you are young. <laughs> I shouldn't go there. I should stay away. Okay, then let, let me come to the side. 
But I'm saying that when that girl comes into your heart, she must meet a God. That's all. That's all. If you don't love God and that girl enters your heart, that burden, I mean, if you don't have money right now and all you have is two Ghana cities and you were burdened heavily before you got born again, you'll be tempted. An idea to use that to, because whether you bet with it or you don't bet with it, it is useless anyway. Pornography. There was a time in my life the cases of pornography I encountered for what a span of two years were all women. One of them was even a policewoman. In my church. Pornography. As you are doing your work, you hear then some girl will come that's just and disappears. Ah, where is it? I wonder if you are watching a movie, they are having sex on the movie, in the movie, suddenly you can't find the remote control. It's lying by you, but you can't find it. Or when you press, the battery is fault. All of a sudden, the battery is not working. I'm saying that the Bible says that the whole earth lies in wickedness. You will meet evil, I will meet evil, but the evil must come to meet a God already sitting there. If you don't have a God already sitting there, I pray for you. That is why the first love is God. So that in case you marry your, I say you, marry, you, you love your neighbor and that love becomes even sexual. That neighbor has come into a life that God already Oh, I don't know whether I should stop preaching. You are going to meet somebody in school, in church, at work, wherever. A normal friendship. There's no sexual immorality on your mind. But you see that very soon, that thing is changing color like phenophthalene. Do you know phenophthalene? If you don't have God in you, say, no, 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 no. I, I didn't come for this at all. That's not what I am here for. Please dress up. So you see, the friendship is literally changing color before you. Some little girl sent me a text message today. I was sitting on a plane and I saw that uh, my second love. I said, hey! days ago, my second love. I said, hey, reserve that for your beloved. I'm not your second love. So he hasn't come. So in the meantime, I said, hey. Okay, I think I was talking. This service, they don't, please, redemption. No, I want to, not here. That's not the service I want. word again. What second love? Second love. Who's your second love? A 
And you say, oh, she's a little girl. That's nothing. Else. That's a little girl. You have no experience. She's more experienced than my wife. I'm preaching. I'm saying that you will meet it. But when it comes, it must come to meet a God. You, oh Jesus, help me. I can't I don't know how to preach. That's why number one is God. Number one is not a pastor or lighthouse or UD or a bishop. Number one is God. So that the, your neighbor, whatever he brings, will come to meet God. Otherwise, you are going to break away and destroy relationships. Destroy. A lot of things happen normal. It's, it's, there's no evil intent. But Satan has a way of just slowly, innocuously, surreptitiously, just and, and corrupt it. And before you know, something has just changed color. Normal iPad, normal, normal. You use for your chat notes and your schoolwork and so on. So, so you know, the iPad has become a, 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 a pornography destination. Things change. You, you, that's why one of the words used to describe Satan in Genesis is subtle, subtle, subtle. You won't know that your life is changing. You won't know that he's destroying you. You will know. Satan, Satan, like I told you before I left, Jesus was in the garden praying. Oh, before he knew it, he was following Satan in town looking for a church building. A man with water in, in, the, in, in, the, in, in, in a garden praying. Satan was able to get him to stop praying and follow him to town. Jesus he managed to get him to climb at a man who should be in the garden praying. You have no idea who you have engaged as your enemy. So you sit there and destroy yourself. And you've got somebody who should use her authority over your life to guide you well. That person is using her authority over your life to rather sink you deeper into your mind. Be there. You will meet it. No matter. The saint will meet evil. The sinner will meet evil. But if your first responsibility is God and you have loved him, when the evil comes, you, you, you stand your ground. You say, it is written. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. It is written. That, that, that you won't meet a sexy girl that you won't meet a sexy man, that you won't be tempted to watch pornography, that you won't be tempted to insult your father, that you won't be tempted to be disloyal, that you will not be tempted with evil thoughts, then you are not on this earth. The reason why Jesus met the devil in the wilderness was to tell you that no matter who you are, you will meet evil. But the evil should meet a meter in you. The evil shouldn't come to meet you with your educational background, your beauty, your upbringing, your, your, your intelligence. That evil should come to meet God. 
That's why many of you, if you want, we are preaching and we talk about Joseph and Potiphar's wife. It, it, it just passes in front of you because it, it, you don't understand what it means for a young boy to be standing in front of a naked Potiphar's wife. Yes. Because any man who sees a woman's naked body, that body will have an effect on him. Yes. No matter how beautiful or ugly the body is, new is nice. And for a young boy, a, 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 a house help in his room. And a woman whose skin is like glass. Glass. You see, once again, because you've not read your Bible, you don't understand when we say these things. That those people, their wives were not normal women in town. That's why even, not, not Pharaoh's wife, oh, Women were coming to see him for him to select one. They spent one year, six months, herbal skin treatment. Read your Bible. I'm not, it's a Bible. Spices and herbs. And another six months. Think of six months. One month, two months, three months, four months. Six months, you are, you are not working in town. You are only lying there and receiving oils. What do you think that skin will look like? Even the smell, when she stands in front of you, the smell. Kai, I'm feeling something right now. Yes, mommy. So, Joseph, and you see, Josephus has already stated that that woman was already living that life. If it, that is why, if you went Potiphar heard it, he wasn't deceived. Because he knew that this woman is like that. Because what Joseph did, he, he should have died. I'm preaching. Potiphar knew his wife. That she was into house helps. That's why he was just thrown into jail. They should have killed him that minute. Because the truth is that I, I, if Potiphar's wife stands in front of me naked, it will have an effect on me. It's not a neutral effect on me. Any woman here who stands in front of me naked will have an effect on me. I'm preaching because I'm a man and a type of man. (laughs) But thank God, Potiphar's wife came to meet God in Joseph. Can you clap your hands? A thousand other house helps fell, but not Joseph. He said, No, I'm too much in love with God to touch you. I'm too much in love with God to touch you. 
That's what I mean. Naked woman, if you've not seen some yet, then you are young or somebody's protecting you from something. He said, no, no. No, I can't touch you. And his reason was God. He was in love with God. He said, you meant it. He told his brothers. You meant his words, God, God. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. What are you doing? You join a choir without loving God. What are you doing? Do you know the lesbians in the choir? Do you know the boys in the choir, do you even know what type of choir leader is there in the choir? Oh, I'm, I'm announcing to you. I met God before I met you. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Anybody who comes into my life has come to meet God. Oh, yes. I may not be able to answer many questions, but I can tell you that you've come to meet God. Yeah. That is why Forgiving you is not a problem for me. No, no, no. No. Most of the people standing here, I should have cleared you from my life long ago. But when you have God and the offense comes, it comes to meet what? God. Clap your hands for him. 100%. Correct for 10 points. That is how you are standing here. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You have no idea. That's how she for her to start to sit in this front row. I must have God in my heart. This girl, I don't have any idea. As for this one, I don't want to start. Because she even today I've had a meeting with her. <laughs> even today I've had a meeting with her. I explained to her why she one person said, I can't be in the same room to breathe the same air with him. Can I go on? When your things, this man standing here, I invited him and his wife to the church. He just rubbish me. Preaching good. Sorry. Preaching good. Yes. <laughs> Both of them, I'm sure it's a wife who had, but no, don't mind him. He has left us in Adenta. I don't know what he has seen. Or oh, he wants our money. Our money. It will be one year. I don't even know how, what, 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 what humbled them to come back to me. But when they came, they came to meet. I was the second love. Foolish man. Oh, may your neighbor meet God in you. May your boss meet God in you. Some of you, where you are working, somebody will come with a juicy deal to steal some big money. That guy in your office to come to meet God in you. If you can sit down, I'll end because I need to end the message. I want to start today a series in a series. Because it's not a one message something. And that is if you love the Lord, You will love his house. 
if you love the Lord, you will love his house. Turn your Bible to Psalm 26, verse 8. Lord, I'm showing you today how to love God. Because love cannot be assumed. Somebody has to teach you to love God. That do, if you want to love God, do this, do this, do this. Yes. That's why Titus told the older woman to teach the younger woman a couple of things. Among them is to love their husbands. You'd have thought a young girl and a man there. Why do I need you to teach me how to love a man? But he must be taught. That they may teach. Go back to Titus 2. That they may teach the young woman to be sober, to love their husbands. So love is not assumed. A lot of women with rings on their fingers are tormentors in chief. Many husbands are suffering. But because they are men, you won't hear them talking. Once a while, when he meets his very good friend, very close, but most men don't talk. Most men don't talk. If, if I select 10 wives in this service, 8 are bogus. 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 No clue. They've slept with a thousand boyfriends. But they don't know how to keep a man. Can I go on? Preach. In the same way, giving your life to God doesn't mean you love God. Being a pastor doesn't mean you love God. Tell your neighbor, love must be taught. taught. Say it again. Ask your neighbor, what did you learn in school? Tell me a few things you learned in school. A few things. One, two, I learned this cosmetology. I learned what? Don't wear your glasses and be looking above your glasses to your neighbor. Tell your neighbor what you've learned in school. Why you look, you, you've worn your glasses and you, you are looking above the glasses as if you are a headmistress. What, what did you learn in school? Now, ask the person, were you, did you ever have the chance to learn how to love God? Was it one of your subjects? Ask your neighbor, did you have a chance to learn how to love God? Was it one of your subjects? Was it one of your subjects? Then tell the person, then listen to the pastor. Because you must learn how to love God. Clap your hands for Jesus. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house. Psalm 26. 
and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Can I have the New Living Translation? I love your sanctuary. Lord, the place where your glorious presence is. Another translation, NIV. I love the house where you live. Yes. There is something in theology called the omnipresence of God. He's in the dog's kennel. He's in the taxi. He's on the tree. He's at the bottom of the sea. He's in the skies. He's everywhere. That is the omnipresence of God. But there is a place where God lives. And it's not your house. And I want to tell you today as I end. Everyone listen to me. (laughs) Among the things you will love. The house of God should be one of them. Everyone, are you listening? I'm ending now. It's a series. So I'm just starting. I'll take my time. You see the church we are in? You see the church? This could have been a classroom or a drinking bar we are using on Sunday mornings. Or a cinema hall. It just happens to be a dedicated temple. But wherever we have chosen to gather, it's a where God lives. Now, your attitude towards the house of God cannot be neutral. You can't. You can't. It's a sign that you do not love God. There is no one you have had a love relationship with whose house you have not known. I remember one day there is still only one pe- I can't find I don't even know where the half pays. There was a time in my life I had only one half pair of a pair of sandals in my house. I must have been 15. Yes. Because a friend and I went to a girl's house and her father chased us with a belt. And we ran and I left one of the sandals. Out till today. Cinderella, that's Cinderella. (laughs) Say, did you know her house before you married her? Every day when I close work, I used to live at uh, cantonments. My office was at Laboni. Laboni, so for my office, just some five minutes to to, to home her. But after work every day, if it's not church, then it's her house. She lived at Medina. So. Sir, I have pounded fufu I have not eaten. You've got to visit your, your beloved. They are cooking, uh, they are pounding fufu. You just have to join. I'm not eating the fufu. Oh, come on. 
the house. You love somebody, you go to the person's house. I mean, every day, so if it's not church. If it's not church, it's her house. So. There's no going home straight after work. There's nothing like that. <laughs> so match it against your attitude towards the church. Look, listen, look at me, I'm ending. There is no God anywhere. Behold, they will say he's in the east, he's not there. Behold, he's in the south, he's not there. Where is God? We don't know where he is. Is he in Medina? Where, where, where is God? We don't know where he is. We have been told he lives in the house of God. But as we have come here, where is he? So, if you want to love God, there is a list of things we use to show that you love God. And one of them is your attitude towards his house. Manina no Mahataya. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. Today, the first point I'm sorry with you is that if you love the Lord you will love his house that's all you see this building you see these chairs you see this offering bag you must have love for this I mean you are sitting in front of a chair and part of the chair is coming off something in you should be concerned that the chair is getting not to you could sit in a cinema theater and not bother whether a chair has three legs or is twisted or is broken you are not you have no whatever but in the house of God you must be concerned Don't just love your office. Don't just love your office. Don't just love your house. You must have a relationship. There must be a love relationship with the house of God. Did you know that you can love somebody and the person offends you? The person angers you? The person makes you happy? Yes. Something in the house of God must offend you. Yes. You should be offended by how the dancing stars danced. How? So offended that you, you go and call your cousin who, is, who is, is in a dance theater to come and correct this bogus dancing. I'm preaching. I mean, to hold this back, not, not even to hold it. Like you, the three of you, you sit here almost every Sunday. And this offering bag is torn. 
on the seams somewhere. You sit here, you see that it's torn. It doesn't stir up anything in you. Then you don't love God. And I can use this, the state of this bag to judge your love for God. You love the house of God so much that things disturb you. The car is reducing. The keyboard is not playing well. The sound is not good. Love, 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 love for God. Love for his house. From today, I'm saying to you that don't have a neutral feeling towards the house of God. Don't. And that brings me automatically to the next point. It says, if you love the Lord, you will spend a lot of time in his house. Say, time. Oh, I can't hear you. Say, time. We can use. And not, don't, I always say we. You yourself should be able to assess your love for God by the time you spend in his house. Psalm 84 verse 10. It says, For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. Do you see time there? Time. A day. A day. A day. Anything you do. You see, let me tell you something. Hello, can you look up? One of the signs, I'm teaching you something that you should learn yourself. One way of knowing that you are bored by something is when you look at your watch. This is just for yourself to know. Whenever, you see, when you are into something, time flies. Either time flies or time stands still. I'm teaching. When you are into something, you don't notice time. Whether it's a lecture, church service, a movie, what, anything. Anything you do by looking at your time when you are in it, it's a sign that you are not interested in that thing. But a sign That you love something is that you don't seem to have enough time. When you come to church and you are in a hurry to leave the service to go and meet a friend at Accra Mall in Kumasi. When you are in the church, as the service is going on, and already as I'm preaching, you have looked at your watch three times. It's a sign that this this place is not for you. Leave. Don't come here next week. That was not. You don't love God. If you love the Lord, you will spend a lot of time in His house. 
If you love the Lord, you will love spending the whole day in his presence. Anybody who comes to church and is in a hurry, some of you, when we are sharing the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion, fellowship, contribution, and participation of the Holy Spirit. Ah! If you love the Lord, I will see you here at 8 p.m. We are still here. You, are, you, you found a reason to be around. If you love the Lord, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, you are sitting somewhere chatting with somebody. One way to know that you don't love God. And you see, let me tell you, I've not told you something. The last chapter of this book, read it. Last chapter. If you love the Lord, expect these blessings. I will get there one day. Some of you, in a hundred years, will never see these blessings because they are linked to loving God. That's why I'm teaching you. Because you may not know what you are doing. Nobody loves the stadium and is in a hurry to leave the stadium. So, so say, no, no. People go to watch movies. After the movie, they sit down for the next showing. So, the, the way you are in a hurry to live, to live, it's a sign that you do not love God. Psalm 122 verse 2 says, Our feet shall stand within thy gates. Our feet. Did he say, our feet shall walk through. Our feet shall stand. May your feet stand. May you come to church with your shoes and a pair of slippers in your bag. May you come to church with either money in your pocket or a lunch pack because you have no intention. My dear friend, my dear friend, I want to say to you that from today, learn it that you should measure your love for God by your commitment to his house. And one of them is the time you spend. Oh, I thank God. The church I got born again in, we had two weekday services. You see, the Muslims, they love the God they serve. Yeah. They go there every day. I mean, your, your relationship with God's house cannot be on a Sunday. Sunday only. It's, it's proof. Listen to me. Is it a doctor? Is it an engineer? Is it an architect? Which course did you do to become a lawyer that you spent one day in a lecture hall in a week? Are you serious? I mean, which school has been organized in such a way that you spend one day a week? 
became a doctor by spending one day on the ward, you failed. The things that affect you, you spend five times a week, five days a week. It shows that you love that thing. How is it possible that suddenly when it comes to church, you want to spend only one day? Must have been the whole day. It's been the whole day. This is Bishop Edwin Ugo preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. I'm saying that this Christian life, you may need to restart it. I'm in some meetings with Bishop Kobe. We are going to have a 365 night a year, all night. Soon we are going to roll it out. Every night there will be a small group here praying. Every night. The gates are locked, everything by 11 p.m. We've locked the gate. They are there praying and you are in your house, you feel like coming to church, maybe you were on duty last month, and your next duty is, let's say, eight months time. So, no, no, I want to go to church and pray. I said, we had two weekday services. Get it right. I'm not surprised I'm where I'm standing. Tuesday, weekday service. Thursday, we went to church, we, our pastor preached, and we learned songs. Not lighthouse. I'm not surprised. I, I can prophesy to you listening to me that you will end up in the ditch very soon. Your relationship with the church that you come here once a week, I'm telling you that better if the pastor won't have a meeting. So now I've started a weekday service here. Arise service. I've, I've, we, we've been having it for the past two months or one month and plus. Yeah, we've been having it. It's for a small group. But I am announcing it. Fridays, some people come here to rehearse. I mean, try not to come to the house of God once a week. It's a sign that you are failing in your spiritual work with God. Try. Try. Even if what you can do here, you can do there. Come here and do it here because God doesn't live there. He lives here. No, I'm asking, which market woman selling African print will go to her shop once a week? Which mechanic will start his shop, will open his mechanic shop once a week? What is it? Anything you are doing once a week, stand up and mention it. I will say to you from where I'm standing that you have failed already in it. 
including sex once a week. You have failed. Hello? Online is not church. Online, I have allowed you, I, am, I have switched our machines on for you to come on because of another reason. Yes. And the reason is a higher wisdom my pastor has given me. And I'm learning that not all Christians, I'm not talking to the brother watching from America. Somebody here, you are watching, you are in OEB here, you are watching me. Yes. Benapat. You are some of you, you are some of you are in Amrahia. The fact that you were in church last night doesn't mean you can't cannot come here again. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about time, 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 time. I mean, you've seen a man who wants to marry you. He's talking to you and he's looking at his time. Baby, I gotta go. Never. Love and spending time are like this. Love and spending time. You can't separate it. When I was beloved, losing my wife, if I live in OEB, my wife lives somewhere like Legon. We walk. We walk through Amrahia to the dental barrier. We go Medina, get to Legon. Then she will also walk me back. <laughs> yeah, that's the wife I have. It's not a small relationship. We walk, and one day, some thieves almost beat us. That is what made us you know, check ourselves. And another time, also, before the thieves. A friend, a Christian friend of mine who lived with me. When I came back home around 2 a.m., he said, That's why he taught me avoid all appearances of evil. He said, It's not a good thing. You are a Christian, the church people know you, they see you in town with this girl 1 a.m., 12, you are together. Apart from the fact that I can't tell him that I don't have feelings. What I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I am misrepresenting Christ. That is what calmed me. Yeah. Say time. Time. When you are in love with someone, there's nothing like I've been with you enough. There's nothing. Today, may no church service be enough for you. Today, may no meeting be enough for you. Today, may no interaction be enough for you. Today, may no time you spend in the house of God. May you have time. Time. And next week, I'm going into building his house. It's a series. But today, 
I'm teaching you. Rearrange your daily schedules and devote more time to the house of God. Devote more time to, to things that help the house of God. Join a group. No one here. We are going to start once a week dawn prayer meeting. 4 a.m. We are here praying once a week. Power and might. Whether you live at Sotum, you are coming. Santo Amasaman. Yes. You are going to join David in saying, I was glad when they said to me, That's a lover of God. Let us go. I want you to break up any friendship that doesn't encourage your going to church. Break it. When we are looking for you, we must find you in the house of God. When they were looking for Jesus, they found him in the church. From my right ear, all this crowd, I'm telling you that something in this house is supposed to add to your walk with God. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry to leave the church. Love the church. Join groups. No journey to the house of God should be too much and too long. I'll take it again. No journey to the church here should be long. Once it is long, it means things will take a long time to get into your life. I said, once the church coming here is a long distance, it means that some things will take very long. May coming to church be one of your most exciting adventures. And when you come, be excited that you are here. I said, when you come here, show that you love. That's why he said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Now, when he went, verse 2 shows that he wasn't just happy to go there. He was also happy to stay there. He said, our feet shall spend time within thy gates. Oh, Jerusalem. Some of you, there's an evil looking for you. A life of drugs. A life of alcoholism. Some of you jail. Some of you are here, a mental problem is about to hit you. Don't joke with God's house. 
If you love the Lord, love his house. Love the chairs. Love the speakers. Love the lights. If one light is a row of light and one is not on, after church, see the pastor and say, as I was looking up the ceiling, one light was not on. Something in the house of God must stir you up. Otherwise, you will not have the privilege to enjoy what you are also looking for. May your friendships, may your life, I don't know if there is something in the phone that can track your movements during the week. But if ever there is an app that can track your movements, that app should show that you didn't come to church once. Don't play with the church. Some of you, as you are sitting here, you are being healed already. I said, you are being healed already. There's so much the house of God has for your life. That's why when you find people who say, I gave birth. I gave birth. And I'm waiting for three months. How many months do they, just six weeks? How long do they stay at home before they come to church? Is it, I don't know. I've not been pregnant before. Three months, yes. Any woman you meet who tells you that he's, she, she will come to church in three months' time does not love God. The things you love. One day, I was a pastor of the Adenta Church. It's the church down the road. And one of my members got pregnant and delivered a baby. I woke up in the morning when I turned on my phone. I saw that they had sent a text around 1 a.m., 12 something midnight, 1 a.m., that she was in labor. So judging by the time, I felt that she would have delivered by the time I turned my phone on, around 6 a.m. I was alarmed and excited. And I called a pastor in the church, whether he was aware that this sister has delivered. So, by the grace of God, she has delivered a baby. I told my wife. I, I didn't even have my bath. I went and sat in the car and drove straight. This was the Lighthouse Mission Hospital. I asked for the word, the name. They showed me the word. When I got there, I saw something. How many of you want to know what I saw? Oh, I should wait for, for next week's service. Should I say it now? 
I saw the girl's mother sitting there with a baby looking like she was sad. I said, Ma, how is it? Where is Abna? Say, oh, were you not told before you came? Say, told what? <laughs> told what? Is she okay? Say, oh, around five a.m. the baby came around four thirty. Five a.m. she was there, lying there. A woman who has just delivered spontaneous vaginal delivery. She was lying there, and a friend called her, couldn't get her, so called her husband. That there was a final exam in Legon in the morning at seven thirty a.m. You can continue the story. I've lived long enough that when you tell me that three months, you want three months to come to church, you are taking care of the baby, I realize that you are, you are, I, I don't want to use the words in the microphone. But I have no respect for you. I have no respect for you. I see you as an evil person. Who, by the way, it, it will help me to know that I, I can bring this one close this one, but you, you will never come close to me because you don't love God. You are an evil person. As I was there at seven something, this my church member who had just delivered in the morning, three hours ago, was sitting by a, an exam paper writing exams. I said, What? What is important to you? Nothing in this world will stop you. That's why I'm teaching you today. Let the church be important. As I stand here preaching to you, you have no idea what I'm going through in my body now. I have told only one person today. You will know if I don't tell you what I'm going through. But I'm preaching. The things you want to do nothing can stop you. That's why today I want to advise you. See the church. But I, 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 can I give you the third point? Yes. Can I have the book? Let me read the third point here. Uh, that is it. Is that it? That's the, the book. Let me read it to you. If you love the Lord, you will. Mm-hmm. Look at it. If you love the Lord, 
you will build his house. You will build his house. And I think that I couldn't have gone home with this. You see, the people who don't want, who don't love God, they will give you reasons why they can't. Excuses is the word, sorry. I, I said reasons. Excuses. You see, I want to tell you today. Contribute. That's all. That's all. Can you please tell your neighbor? Tell him. Tell him. And tell her. Tell your neighbor. Contribute. Say, help the pastor to build the church. Other person, do you love God? Do you really love God? If you love God, you must not just love the house, but you must help to build. Yo, are you helping to build the church? You are now an 80-year-old rich man. You now sit at the back with your son. Will you go to work tomorrow? Or you are you have retired? 80 years old, you should be retired by now. Oh, you've not retired? Oh, you go to work tomorrow? Wow. Then you are wicked. You are wicked. Yes. You are wicked. When I remember what the Lord has done, I will never go, go, go where, go where, to Medina, to Adan, I'll never go where, back. When I, let me go to him and sing the song, what the Lord has done. I will never go. Let me not go there anymore. When I remember what the Lord has done, I will never go back anymore. I will kneel down to forgive, to beg for your forgiveness. For taking the extra five minutes of your time. I'm very sorry. I was going to, to preach this third point next week. But I'm very sorry I'm wasting your time. I'm very sorry. But some of you. Some of you. You see the church? You see the empty chairs? Some of you. Um, you should have chosen something else to play with not the church the bible says it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God what is done for you I've not seen you in church for 
a long time. Months. But I won't, I won't say much because I myself am not in church. I hardly come here. But if what I'm saying is true, then be very careful. Be very careful. That's why I'm teaching you that. Choose something. Choose something. But the church, the church, in fact, in the Old Testament, they were actually commanded to bring, they were told what to bring to build a church. Gold. If this thing, we use gold to do it, you bring gold. So you read gold for the things of gold. Those of you sitting in the church who today because of sickness hypertension diabetes you are now a busy CEO <laughs> look at my face well something is about to happen to you The ark of God, nobody played with it. You are you have chosen the wrong thing. Everybody listening to me should immediately, as a matter of urgency, make a U-turn. We have finished building the church physically. But we are still building the spiritual house. How I respect you. You have no idea the love I have for you. The day you told me you had joined the Basenta, something leapt from my chest towards you. God bless you. You will see his hand. Nobody who loves God will stand by. That's why I told you that I have pounded food I have not eaten. I mean, you can't love somebody and fold your arms when the person is doing something. Jesus said, I will build my church. So if you love him, he will join to build. And some of you, it is in building the church that you will start taking the right decisions of your life. If you, if you marry, like you, you, you have these three girls to choose from. This one, this witch, and this one. And you have to choose one. The one you will choose because of the house of God is the right one for your life even without the church the church becomes a guide that's why 608 says captain of Israel's hosts and guide why is the guide why is God to guide you 99.9% of the guidance I've received in my life 
was by the church. Even recently, my wife and I took a decision to buy something. And that thing we are buying is because, now as I think of it, is because of the church. To sit in the house of God and not make any contribution and not help and not help to build the house of God you are setting up yourself for trouble you see God can have good reasons for bringing you here but you have to take responsibility and live your life properly and one way hello one way to live your life properly in God's house is to join Join. Otherwise, you will meet something you've not calculated. All the time. It's the building of the church God has used to deliver us from evil. Are you listening? Or I should close. I said, it is the building. You see, there is an evil. You see, you see, you don't have what it takes to take certain decisions about your life. But when you are involved in the building of the house of God, it's like, like, like I'm having a meeting tonight with a group of people at 5 p.m. If you are not in that group, you will not be here at 5. And maybe you shouldn't be where you are going to be at 5 p.m. Nehemiah chapter 6. Nehemiah. 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 Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 1 Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 1 I'm ending now Now it came to pass Are you here? Ask your neighbor should the pastor stop and go I feel I'm talking to myself Oh you are here Then I would like to preach If you are here I would like to preach Now it came to pass Watch it I'm ending I'm ending. If anybody should stop doing something, I should be the one. You have no clue what I'm going through now. I have no clue. But once again, love is making me do what I'm doing. When Sanballat and Tobiah and Geshem the Arabian, watch it, watch it, watch what the next one, and the rest of our enemies. Heard that I had built the wall and that there was no breach left therein. Though at that time I had not set up the doors upon the gates. That Sanballat and Geshem now who are these guys? Are they friends? Many of you don't know the things you have brought into your life as enemies. I'm telling you. But see, life is a long journey. That's why normally we commit people to time. Let's live. That Sanballat and Geshem sent unto me saying, Come! Come! Let us meet together in some one, one of the villages. If you go to the plain of Ono, 
There are many villages. Let's just choose one and let's meet there. Let's meet there. But, but they thought to do me mischief. There is an evil waiting for somebody here. And it is the building of the church that will deliver you. No prophetic word. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. If I wasn't a pastor preaching, I don't know where I would have been. But they thought to do me mischief. So verse 3. I sent messengers to them. And what did I say to them? I am doing a great work. So that I cannot come down. Why should the work cease? Whilst I leave it and come down to you. So, if it had not been for the work Nehemiah was doing, he would have come down, he would have gone to the village of the plain of Ono, thinking he was with friends. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the most powerful escape routes for your life is in helping to build the church. A lot of things looking for you will not find you. And I'm speaking to those of you who have made the back your current place of rest. I will say to you as a pastor and as a Christian pastor, what I'll say to you, since scriptures don't work in your life, what I'll say to you is good luck. If Nehemiah had not been building, and if he had not been very zealous and very much into, there are many things. Some of you sitting here, drugs are looking for you. Tobacco is looking for you. Alcohol. Prostitution. Sexual perversions. And it is only the work of God that will have the power to prevent you from meeting certain people. If I have not been a pastor on Sundays, most of my schoolmates, they meet on Sundays. And I don't know what would have happened to my marriage if I had been attending my school, old school friends. My dear friend, one reason why God's house and God's work never ends is that it gives everyone an opportunity to help. And by helping, you deliver yourself as a role from the evil. But it's wonderful to see people who fold their hands, who retire, but I pray, you see, the reason why we work for God is that we are not, we are not here to change the world. No, 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 no. We are not serving God to change the world. 
by tomorrow morning, the world will be more wicked than it is today in spite of how many hours I outreach. Ah, even me, me, me stand, as I stand here, I have planted so many churches. The world has become more evil since I began planting churches. We are not serving God to change the world. We are serving God to deliver ourselves from the enemies that are looking for us. You must not be available. You must not be. When they come knocking on your door, something should be engaging you. That is why in 1 Chronicles 29 verse 3 David said and I would like you to stand to your feet as we read the scripture. Stand to your feet, everyone. Listen to this. Moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, Today, I want to ask someone to set your affection. Is it Psalm 91 that he said, because he has set his love on me? Is it 91? Look for it for me. Is it 91? Don't worry, I'll change that person. I'm going to find somebody who is faster. Don't worry. She'll be a backup. I'll find someone. Psalm 91 verse what? I'm not being helped. But it's okay. I'll find it myself. So Psalm 91 verse 14. He said, because he had set his love upon me, therefore, this will come in the last chapter, deliverance. God just doesn't deliver anybody. He will watch you being destroyed because you have set your love on your business. Some of you should not expect to be elevated. I'll I'll preach that message later, but I just read this to show you that you can set your love. You see, like the ceiling fan. Zero, one, two, three. Four, five. If the fan, which one is the highest speed? Is it five or one? Normally it's five. Mm -hmm. So if you want the fan to operate at the highest speed, you don't put it on one. You set it to five. Those who bake bread, you set the oven to a certain temperature. 280. 300. If it's a radio, you set the dial on 94.3. Sweet melodies. Once you are on 94.3, you will never hear Joy FM. Today, I want to ask you to set your love again. 
Some of you, your love was on God, but with time, it has, many of you standing here, you, your love for God has deteriorated. If it's a, a piece of dress or a cloth, it is in racks. There's nothing left of you except your physical presence in the church. But you watch out. That's why David said, because I have set my affection, 1 Chronicles 29. I'll take you back to Psalm 91. Look at it. Because he has set his love upon me. So you can set your love on God. Now, where is God? One of the ways to set your love on God is to set your love on the church. I think you are a bit educated to understand that because there is no God anywhere. Can you help me to find God? Where is he? Is it Madina Race Junction? Zongo Junction? No. There is a place God is. So, if you want to set your love on God, and you can't find God, set your love on the house. Now, when you set your love on God's house, that's what you will do. I have of my own proper good. That is, my personal wealth of gold and silver which I have given to the Rotary Club. Sorry, I said. Which I have given to NDC. Many of you feel that as for the house of God, it deserves wood and hay. But if you have gold and silver, somewhere else deserves the, the, the gold. Congratulations. Some of you, you let me finish. Of my own proper good, of gold and silver, which I have given to what? The NPP party, my gold. To who? To the house of God. Over and above. Say over and above. I can't hear you. You will say it till I've heard you say it loudly. Again. Say over and above. So you can prepare. Over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. So you can, you, you are ready to give this to God. But what you don't know is that you can do more on top of that. Most people come to God and they have measured what they want to contribute. Yes, some of you have measured only your presence. That's what you have measured for God. On Sundays, you appear here on Sundays. During the week, you give your strength, you give your intelligence, you give your mind, you give your heart because you pay, they pay you there. But here, God doesn't pay you anywhere. But a new generation of God lovers is arising. Oh, yes. Amen. Yes. I tell you, that generation, they will give. No talking at the back there. 
the generation God is looking for, He doesn't want grass from them. A lot of what we give in the house of God is hay. Not just our money, our interest, our heart, our energy. We can, most of us, most of us, we can. See, I was telling a brother today that I had a meeting with some pastors yesterday. They were mobilizing some people for a meeting. There were about 12 pastors. And I asked them, I, I met them two weeks ago. I will never forget this. And I asked them, the two weeks we have had to work, how many have you been able to mobilize? She said five. He said four. He said seven, but I've failed the form for five of them. He said three. One of them said two. He said four. He said five. And as I was asking, I went to a brother. He said, I have mobilized 31. I stood up. I said, I didn't mean 31 church workers. I meant churches, head pastor. How many? He said, 31. I have filled the form. The form is there. I said, what? But suddenly the Lord spoke to me. He said, this is what I've been telling you. I've always, always told you that you are surrounded by wicked people. And I believe it. Most of the people around me doing things are wicked. The reasons they will give. Oh, how? How can we do this? How can we bust this? How can we oh, this, 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 this is too much. You see? And my angel is with them in the room. But you see, if I tell you what I know about you, you will fall down. But like I said, when you do your things, you meet me and who is already in me, God. That's why we are related. I stood up. It will be about an hour later, I will come to church and read this verse last night. I said, wow. So the truth is that not everybody gives God hay and wood. The truth is that most people don't want to bring out their gold. Most people do not want to. And it's only love. It will shock you to know that you don't love God. It will shock you, mommy, to know that another reason is responsible for the yellow you are wearing. That's why David said, search me. It's a prayer. Search me. If every Basenta leader in this service was given gold, maybe you can't see me well. If every Basenta leader was given gold to build this service, that's place to be for. I don't want to be confrontational. Most of us, we give God hey, hey time, hey energy, hey interest, hey whatever. And you have gold. Few people will enter their bag and give out their gold. Never. Never. And the reason is that you don't love God. If you love the God, 
the Lord. You will not just help to build the house. You will help to build with your gold. Ask your neighbor, do you have gold in your life? I mean, is it possible that you can go to work Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 p.m., and you can't spend seven hours in church on a Sunday? Wow! That's why God gives us the marking scheme. And he said, because I have said, this is Solomon. Is this Solomon? I think so. I've set my affection to the house of God. I have of my own proper good. Of gold and silver. Because everybody in your life, we have paper. Yes. We have grass. We have hay. We have wood. We have foam. Yes. How old is your baby? Five months. We are not seeing him in church. Yes. <laughs> I will not tell you whether you love God or you don't. You yourself should know. You should know. Judge yourself. But I'm just saying that I can't wait to get to the last point, the last chapter. The blessings that come to those who love God. You see, I need to teach you so that you don't expect some things from God. Few prayers are answered. Actually, can I shock you? Can I shock you? Let me come up here and shock you. The real things you need in your life, you will not need to pray for them. God will add them. Anyone online in this service whose prayers are all my work, my marriage, my son who is going wayward, by this, my that, that person has lost his love for God. Check your prayers. How much of your prayers are for the house of God? God is meeting my needs left, right, in front, center, behind. I don't remember the last time I prayed for the things I need. Because Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. When Solomon prayed, his prayers were not for himself. Love his house. And I'm talking about the richest man that ever lived. When he finished praying, look at what God said. He said, are you listening? He said, 
Second Chronicles chapter 1 verse 11. And God said to Solomon, please let's read this. I'm teaching you something. This is what God said to Solomon. Because this was in thine heart. And thou hast not asked riches, wealth. You've not prayed for honor. You've not gone for an all night praying for promotion. Nor even the life of your enemies. Neither yet has asked long. You've not even prayed that God should lengthen your life. But rather, you have asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself. Not so. That thou mayest judge my people. So even the things he was asking for himself was to help him to govern and judge his people over whom I have made thee king. Therefore, wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee. And I will give thee the things you didn't ask for. I want to tell you something. Prayer, your prayer life must be for the church, must be for souls, must be for the kingdom. I'm telling you. Hello? Hello? If you are praying, I'm telling you that Look at Matthew 6. We'll come here. 2 Chronicles 1 12. Look at Matthew 6. Matthew 6. 30, verse 30. Matthew 6, verse 30. Verse 31. 32. Aha. So now let's go to verse 30. Let's read verse 30. Matthew 6 30. Wherefore? If God so clothed the field, the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is, is cast into the oven, shall he not clothe you, dressed to wear lace, canary yellow lace? Oh, oh, oh. You, you don't understand. That you, you, a grown-up pastor, you are praying to God for lace. You are a businessman. You are pre- your prayers are for business contracts. You are, you are lost. You are lost. Look at it. You see, it's as little faith that prays for business contract and clothes and shoes and uh, Lord, let my son pass his exam. Those prayers is little faith. Wherefore, verse 31, therefore, take no thought. Can I have New Living Translation? So, don't worry about these things. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows you are not the one to announce that you need a car. You are not the one to announce that you need a wife. God knows that your sperm count is low. But you take note of Don't let this many of you your lives have been dominated by prayers for wealth, for jobs, for visa. Kai! Visa. 
You are sowing seeds for Visa. I wish you sow seeds that your basenta will grow. Challenge God for the anointing to grow your basenta. You are sowing seeds for a husband. You are cheap. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. 33. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he you mean say, and he will answer your prayers for spams, prayers that your husband should love you, prayers that your wife should leave the boyfriend and concentrate on you, prayers that you will get a good job. No, no, he said, and he will give you. If I tell you where I sat to pray for a car. To pray for money to pay my child's school fees. Where I sat to, 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 buy, to pay for money to buy cement. If I can show you that place, then I'm a mental patient. But I can show you where I sat to pray that this church should grow. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Have you got what you are looking for? <laughs> and you will never find it. You will never find it. But you seek the kingdom. That's what God told Solomon. Take me back to Second Chronicles. So you have because your prayer topics were to help you. How I wish some of you will ask for contracts. We want to buy LED screen here. We can't find the money. But some of you who are businessmen can pray. That is when we can fast. That God should open a big business door. For some $50,000 contract to use to pay for the LED. That's it. That's what he wants. And when that contract comes, you remember to give God. Say, I can't tell you that if I have prayed for a suit, a tie. Ah. I was in Korea last week. You can ask my friend here. I didn't want to travel. No, 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 no. I did everything not to travel. But wisdom prevailed. I don't pray for business. I don't pray for business. Oh, Father, give me favor. Interview. You don't need no prayer for no interview. See, these are the things we pastors have, have led you on and we, we use it to, to get a grip on you. Hello? Just love God. love God and love God by giving him your gold yes of course I can understand why you pray for promotion because you bring God rubbish yes most of what we bring God is rubbish God hardly gets gold from can, can I tell you that God hardly gets gold from us mommy hardly he may not remember the last time he got gold from you. Believe me. Look, this woman standing here, she can gather 10 people and put them on a bus. 
and bring them to church as her contribution to the life of this church. That's what Nehemiah said. The strength of the bearers of the burden is decayed. Nehemiah 4. Judah said, the strength of the bearers. Can I, can I just say something to you? The strength is decayed. Worship on the stage. Rubbish. The strength of the, those who carry the burden to lead worship. The burden to preach. The burden to have basentes. The burden to do outreach. The burden to build the constituencies. The burden to build the chapel. Most of them, their strength for God is decayed. And so, there is much rubbish for God. A lot of what has happened here today is rubbish. Rubbish. Including the attendance. Because few, most people will bring four, five, seven, three. Even the seven, they say, oh, it's too much. Few people will bring 31. Most of us, and I'm telling you that, everybody has got gold. If you like, I can challenge you that you can spend all night outside your house. Do you want to challenge me? I can show you something can happen in your house, in your family. You spend the night in the hospital all night. Suddenly you can spend money. Suddenly you have money. If I say, oh, I'm having out of shepherding conference. I want people to help me with money to pay my bills. So, suddenly everybody is deaf and dumb. But something can happen to you right now. You just eke out money. So the church of God, when you come in, everything is rubbish. Rubbish dancing, rubbish singing, rubbish instrumentation, rubbish. People measure, they measure. I'm so happy to see you here, Elijah. I'm happy to see you. It's for yourself. It's for your own life. That I saw you here last night and you are here this morning. Good luck. God bless you. Most of you have measured. When this service ends, right? See, they'll be in their cars. Bus terminal. If there's a meeting which holds the bus back for 10 minutes, they'll be insulting the percentage leader. Come here. But that guy is going to watch pornography for eight hours. He'll be watching Facebook video reels. And God's house. Look at the house. Empty. Rubbish. If God were to open your eyes, see rubbish. And the men and women God has loved. That's why he said, I will love them that love me. Have you seen the verse before in the Bible? You've not seen that verse before? Huh. I can't wait for that last chapter. Say, I love them that love me. He will see your love for him before he loves you. And those that seek me early shall find me. See the person who is projecting? Look at this. Rubbish. Because she will not, she will not give after the service till she comes back next Sunday. 
She will never spend three hours with the laptop searching for verses, getting used to the whatever, reading verses, knowing where the story is. I mean, getting familiar. The Bible is like a Quran in front of her this morning. Everybody, singers, video men, audio, whatever, everybody, we come to God with rubbish. We are about to receive rubbish offerings. I love them. Can you lift your two hands? And first of all, ask for forgiveness mercy. for your own life. Mercy, have mercy on us. Forgive us, Lord. Ask him to forgive you. Yes, have mercy. Have mercy, Lord. Makosha Ask him for mercy because some of you what you've done to God, if you respond appropriately, you finish life. You will ask her, Oh, I am helping to build the house, but with what? With grass. Oh, I'm a shepherd. I'm a basenta leader. Oh, but I'm wearing a canary yellow. I'm a pastor. With what? Rubbish. Rubbish. When it comes to church, you are deaf and dumb. When it comes to church, you are you are you 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 are a stroke patient. Wow. Keep watching. Pray for forgiveness. Oh, you yes, pray yes, for forgiveness. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive us, O Lord. Wicked people. Five pastors, seven pastors, four pastors. Then somebody gets up. I've done 31. A chief executive of a business. For if my people would turn away from their wicked ways, have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. We come to you, O God. We ask for your mercy. We turn, O God, from our wicked ways. We ask the Lord to forgive us. Let me tell you. I want you, as you are standing, look at Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 19. Jeremiah 2, verse 19. We are going to continue to pray for forgiveness. Look at this. That's the first verse. I don't have time for the rest of them. I'll leave it to you. I can have my quiet time and come and leave it to you. But I'm showing you. Thine own wickedness shall correct thee. You can put a full stop there and turn the page on But if you want to continue a little your backslidings shall rebuke you. Know therefore and see that it is an evil thing and bitter that you have forsaken the Lord thy God and that my fear is not in you. You talk anyhow. But the day will come. Your greatest lover his hands will not be able to reach you. You'll be alone. 
will stretch. You can't get it. We can't hold you. You are still beyond your own wickedness. It will correct you one day. That's why John the Revelator in John 13 and John 14 said, this is the faith and the patience of the saints. The saints who are patient. He said, the evil one shall, 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 shall rise like a vapor. They shall evaporate. This is the faith of the saints. Lift your two hands. Ask the Lord. Yes, Lord. Pray and ask God for mercy. Yes, forgiveness. Forgive us, O God. Forgiveness. Tony Moshe Levereka Sadabaha Rabbani Moshe Forgive us, O God And now we are praying final prayer That God Some of you We've seen you What it has to do with you The dedication And the commitment you show Towards your things <laughs> It's wonderful to watch you It's wonderful to watch you When you are organizing your birthday party I'm telling you, you, I mean, you should buy a video camera and give it to someone to film you. Once your name is not on it, you become like a stroke patient. Suddenly you can't move. <laughs> Can you lift your hands and ask the Lord to forgive you? Lord, have mercy. Forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. Because if you are not faithful with that which belongs to another man, oh, we've had a church service today. It's been a very beautiful service. Lord, forgive us, O God. Mashani Maha, Libra Sakatoni Mosheketa de Verebaha, Limakataya Mashan, Librosia Makatoni Mo, Libro Maya. Lord, help me to build. Yes, help me to give my gold. Yes, yes, to give the lowest will be my silver. My gold and my silver. My gold and my silver. Yes, yes, my gold and my silver. Yes, yes, my gold and my silver. Yes. Help me, Lord. Not grass and hay and rubbish. My God. Help me, Lord. Father, we thank you. Oh, yes. Now, every eye closed and every head bowed. Everyone standing up straight. If you are kneeling now, you can kneel down. But you want to say, Pastor, today I want to give my life to Jesus. Properly. I want to be born again. Pastor, pray for me. I want to surrender to Jesus. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. Just lift your hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray for you. Yes. Loving Jesus is what I've prayed about today. I'm very sorry I took a lot of your time. I want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again. 
Lift your hand high. Yes, I see. Lift it high. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, I want to know Jesus. Pastor, I want to serve God. Lift your hand high. I see your hand. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. The best decision you will ever take is a decision to step towards Jesus. That's why we sing the song. I surrender all. That's the best step to take. If you want to be born again, lift your hand wherever you are. Lift it high. High above your head. I see it. High, 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 high above your head. High. Yes, I see. Yes. With joy. With joy. I surrender to this. I give him all my love, all my heart, all my mind, all my soul. If your hand is up, come to me here now. Come. Clap your hands for them as they come. God bless you. Keep clapping. I hope God can get some gold and silver clapping for you. Keep clapping for them. God bless you, my dear. Come to Jesus. He will change you. Yes. He will change you. Yes. He will bless you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Oh, can everyone lift your two hands and pray to the Lord and say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I, I love want to you. say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for treating you that I'm way. Sorry, oh You've been so good to me. Oh, yes. Say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. I've not treated you well. Yes, I've not treated you. I've well. not done well. Oh, yes. I've not done well. I've not done well. Yes. Help me to love you more. Help by loving your house oh, yes. by loving you with feelings yes, Lord, Lord I'm sorry I'm sorry Lord. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry I'm sorry and I want all of you who are in front to lift up your two hands as well and say this prayer after me say heavenly father heavenly father I thank you for today I thank you for today I've heard your word heard your word and I've come to you and I've come to you I realize I am a sinner I realize I'm a sinner I have loved many things I've loved many things except you except you today today I give you my heart I give you my heart my mind my mind my soul my soul I will love you I will love you have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And cleanse me. And cleanse me. Wash my sins. Wash my sins. Wash my sins. Wash my sins. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. And have mercy on and me. And have mercy, Lord. Today, today, I declare I am born again. I declare I am born again. I'm, I declare I'm a child of God. I declare I'm a child of God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For this great blessing. For this great blessing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can you see Thank our pastor Jesus. here? Can you see our pastor there? They are going to talk to you because you need help. If nobody helps you, you will die. Not die as in die and go to the mortuary. But this new life will die again. Like a baby. Somebody has to help the baby. 
put food in the mouth of the baby, bath the baby. Many things must happen. So they are there to help you. And one day, hopefully, you will also mature like that woman there. And you will also, in turn, help someone. Is it a good idea? So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Can you clap for them? Let's welcome Bishop Kobe. Keep clapping. I want you to clap your hands properly. we've been hearing about the body of Christ because the church of God mm. is the body of Christ is the body of Christ as you eat this body may you become a proper part of the house of God Amen. as you eat this body may you become a proper part of the body of Jesus Christ Amen. may the body of Christ become a part of you Amen. Because many of us the church is not in us the church is not in us but by this communion, oh, by the yes. body of Jesus yes, Christ, Lord. may you become an integral Jesus. part of the church. Amen. An integral part of the church. Amen. I tell people every day that the day people die, eh, you see how much power the church had in their lives. Yeah. Yeah. May you become an integral part of the church. Lift it up. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Say it again. Say the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Say as I eat this body. As I eat this body. May the body of Christ. May the body of Christ become a part of me. Become a part of me. Say, may I not just be an observer. May I not just be may an observer. May I be a partaker. May I be a partaker of the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Eat it. Oh, yeah. I will pass over you. Lift up the blood. Lift up the blood. You know, it is blood. Blood defines relationships more than anything else. A relationship defined by blood is stronger than any other. It's stronger than any other. Defined by blood. Today, I declare that by this communion, your relationship with Christ, with his body, with his church, is being redefined. Amen. It is being redefined in Amen. the name of Jesus. You are now being made oh, again yes. a part of Christ. Amen. A part of his body. Yes. A part of his church. Oh, a yes. part of his people. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink it. Lift up your hands now. Receive your admission into the body of Christ. Lord Amen. Lord. Some of you are receiving brand new appetites. Amen. 
somebody here God says that there is a gift you have put on ice Jesus you have kept it from the church by the power of this communion you are going to come under a pressure ah. to release that gift in the church amen in Jesus name amen receive readmission into the body of Christ I receive it the body of Christ is becoming a part of you yes. from today yes yes Lord. It's becoming a part. You will not comfortably dwell outside the body anymore. Oh, yes. You are becoming an integral part of the body. The house of God, the house of God is beginning to dwell in your hearts. You will think about it in the morning. You will think about it in the evening. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Father, we bless you. We thank you. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us. But renew a spirit in us oh, yes. that yearns for your house, that wants to be in your house, oh, yes. that wants to give up our goal Jesus. to your house. Oh God. Yes. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.